welcome listeners to the Run Local Podcast, the August edition. Mm. My name is Josh Muxon. I am here with the one and only JT Service. Oh, yeah. JT and I are coming to you live from a very busy restaurant in beautiful Los Gatos, California. I think we both got kicked out of our respective houses. Yeah. And this is where we found ourselves, at an Irish bar. Take this, quote, podcast to someplace <laughs> somewhere that, else. Somewhere else. Uh, so we're here. We're here. Where, where are we, JT? Uh, C.B. Hannigan's. A C. lovely Irish establishment. All right. So we're going to be bringing in the ambiance of C.B. Hannigan's throughout the entire show today. Yeah. Uh, do you want to, Josh, to paint a picture? Of C.B. Hannigan's yeah. or of you in general right now? <laughs> We're actually right underneath an Olympic flag, believe it or not, Ooh, in C.B. Hannigan's. That's yeah. relevant. Yeah, I think so. we got a lot to talk about in this podcast, though. Let's get right into it, then. Speaking of major, major events, yeah. some folks know that there is something going on in late July, early August that mm-hmm. only comes around every so often. People come from all over the world. Literally all over the world to celebrate, to watch, to participate. Right. JT, what are we talking about? We're talking about the Beer Mile World Classic. <laughs> of, course, of, course of course we are. We are. A celebration there? of nations. <laughs> nations and beverages. So, Josh, we had, the, we had the privilege and the honor of attending the second annual 2016 Beer Mile World Classic. It, it did not disappoint in no, my book. No, no, no. In the international edition, uh, we actually had international athletes in the first one in San Francisco. But Sweden. This, oh, we're talking about, now I'm going to jump no, in. I know, we're going to go right oh, now into this. Okay. Where was it, first of all? It was in London. Where was that? London, England? Is that's that where it. London is now? Yeah, I think so. I think it's still there. It's probably like a London, Texas somewhere. It's like a Paris, Texas. There's London, Ontario. We traveled out to London, England yeah. for this incredible event. We weren't the only ones who traveled. We actually didn't even travel the furthest Mm-mm. from San Francisco. Or the or, or on the most short notice. We had Corey Bellamore show up in, on 48 hours notice from uh, Windsor, Canada. Yeah, that was pretty impressive. Right. Pretty and impressive then let's just stuff. jump to it. The kid shows up out of nowhere and then he gets on the track and he's wearing a Canadian vest, a, 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 a six speed, speed it, suit. Yeah, it was technically a bodysuit. Body, body suit and a beer mile. Yeah, I don't think he changed uh, from his last workout. Unbelievable. I mean, he goes out, and Josh, I mean, you were announcing the event. You looked incredible. The, thank the you. The ringleaders, the master of ceremony, and all orange. And you announced one of the greatest beer miles that has ever happened. It wasn't one of, it was the greatest beer mile ever to be run. And Corey Bellamore goes out and sets the world record, runs 434 oh. for a beer mile. It's That's four, really incredible. Four beers, four laps, 434. So his splits uh, after drinking the beers were 58, 60, 60, 60. So he ran an equivalent of a sub four. 58, 60, 60, 60. And he threw in some beers in there, you know. Four thing. beers. The quality of the field was exceptional. We had the greatest beer miles from Sweden. Uh, they partied the hardest, I feel they, like. They did, like, right away. Like, right out of the gates. They, they rolled Really in, impressed by they their rolled in, This is the best part about them. They rolled into the press conference yeah. with their luggage in tow. <laughs> I thought, what are these accountants doing here? <laughs> glasses. <laughs> they, they tucked those glasses into their shirt pockets. Yeah. And then promptly changed into their singlets and shorts. Yes. Yeah, and they put they on their uniforms. Put on the uniforms in the bar themselves. <laughs> for the press What's conference. going on here? That they had to wear them for the press conference? Oh, they're and such they, good dudes. And they tore it up. They were such good dudes. They were leading people in songs, making requests. 
crowd surfing, tearing, tearing up the place. Crowd, and this is before the event. This is the day before the event. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Anyways, the Beer Mile World Classic. Shout out to Nick McFalls, John Markell, the Godfather of Beer Miling. Katie was there. Katie Williams did Katie a great job. Katie Williams did a great job putting on this event. Thank Al- you to Allie and Ryan Jensen. How's it hey going? I think we're gonna work on these, and then we might. I'm gonna do one more of those. One more of those. Yeah. One more. Like Greyhound. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. So we were not kidding. Uh, that's okay. our lovely waitress. She's gonna be making appearances here and there. Yeah. And now you know what I'm drinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Simon, Simon Freeman was there as well. Oh, yeah. He's a good dude. He's a great guy. Yeah. Uh, he's got he's got uh, uh, like the wind magazine, which oh, yeah. if, you, if you haven't checked out before, you really need to. It's actually a beautiful magazine. It's one of those things you don't want. Periodical, I'd say. Yeah, I would go with that. You don't want to keep this one in the bathroom, folks. Mm-hmm. That one's a coffee table material. No, there's some great magazines out there. I, I would say Surfer's Journal, uh, Alpinist is cool for mountaineering. Like a, like the wind, yeah. Like the wind magazine is like that level of quality. Great art, good writing. The beer mile was great. We had an awesome time. You got one of the worst hotel rooms in London for us. Oh, it's fun. Oh man. So aside from the aside from the beer mile, there's a little bit of shenanigans going on in Rio. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's talk about Rio. I'm I'm pumped. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. It's the Olympics. It I feel is. like you're not as pumped for this Olympics. You no. went to Beijing. Then you you were super fired up for London. We we had a big podcast around it in our former podcast, the trailer. And now now we're talking about Rio. This is four years later, and I feel like now the torch has uh, proverbially been passed to me yeah. in terms of psychedness. Yeah, I'm psyched. I, you know, I, I was really fired up for London for whatever reason. I thought there was like a different vibe. We're kind of kind of on island time with Rio. You know, it's a little bit chill, it's a little <laughs> more relaxed. And we're like, yeah, you know, this is how it's going to be. Really, I'm amped. I've been watching. Maybe I have less to do right now. I'm like on a little downturn of, of things going on in my life, and so I'm watching swimming. I watched some team handball. Did you see the fencing? The saber? Absolutely. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Oh, perfect. Uh, no, but I love the guy with the bleached hair. Lochte? No, he oh, has the, funny oh, hair. The, oh, the fencer guy. The fencer was beach hair. I don't know his name. Uh, he's cool, though. Yeah, but he's got a little bit of swagger, right? Oh, he's, I he talks. If, talks if you, again. Dude, if you're going to carry a sword around, you better be bringing the swagger. It's like one of the same. It's actually a good point. Yeah. Like, what do you, what do you got? Touche. Touche? Touche. It's a touch in French. Um, but uh, we could talk about Phelps, blah, blah, blah. I've been talking about Phelps, Lochte's. All those great sports. Can we get down to some track and field specifically? I don't know. Oh, yeah. This is about running, isn't it? Yes. But yeah. And let's tackle the first part. The whole world wants to know who's going to win the 100 meters. All right. So here's how this is going to work. We're going to do two parts to this. If uh, Usain Bolt wins, we're going to do that. Yeah. Um, if he loses, God forbid, and Justin Gatlin wins, <laughs> then you can listen to that as well. So Which part, it's almost first? like a Scooby-Doo ending. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I do, man. Yeah. We need more Scooby Doo Indies. Yeah, we need more Scooby Doo Indies. And so, I would have gotten away with it too if it wasn't for you rotten kids. Yeah, if it wasn't for you rotten drug cheats. <laughs> so let's do this work. You want to do Usain first? Or yeah, let's do... do the proper ending. All right, all right. Let's do this. The one, the one that should be. Right. Did you see that hundred meters? Oh my gosh. Oh man, order is restored <sighs> and it's established, and the king, long live the king, Usain Bolt dominates the field, dominates the world yet again. It's what everyone wanted to see. All is bright. It is. What a great showman, too. I can't even believe that I guy. When he started kissing kissing babies, and he was kissing to the fans, and then he, uh, he danced with the mascot. I couldn't believe that they actually elected him for president in Brazil, like, yeah. right away. I actually would prefer him to be president of this country. 
can we can he do both? Perhaps he's Usain Bolt. <laughs> it's fast enough. Uh, now the real question turns not only from that hundred meter victory: is he going to win the two hundred meter? I don't think that there's any way mm. anybody can beat him after that dominant hundred meter victory. Yep, and, he, he's and in the heads of everybody now. Yeah, absolutely. Now, congratulations, Usain Bolt. Uh, retire up, retire into Samba heaven. Do whatever you want to do, man. Mm. He's going to have a great time tonight. Be the bolt that you are. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, cheers to you, Usain Cheers to you, Usain Bolt. Here yeah. we go. Let's move into the darker, oh. gloomier piece of this thing. Yeah. JT, did you see that 100 uh, meter? Justin Gallup. Yeah. Uh, not a fan. Not a fan. Not. A, how could you possibly be a fan of him? Nice try, NBC. I'm not buying his, oh, I, I didn't really think it was cheating because yeah. somebody rubbed it on me. We're just, I don't but care you what cheated. country you're from. You yeah, we're, he's U.S., we're based in the U.S. This win hurts track and field. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, track and field was already kind of on its last legs, and this yep. is this is it. This is done. Not having Usain Bolt uh, win, um, and in fact, having Gatlin win yeah. is even worse. It's sucky. Yeah, it is pretty sucky. And you know what? Let's go on to something more positive. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> Today, this morning, we'll work backwards a little bit. Is that okay. going with you? Yeah. Sure, works for me. Woke up. I don't know about you. I don't know about the listeners. I woke up a Stay little bit hungover. It had been an hour and a half into the women's marathon, but I flipped it on because I was like, this is where it gets good. Hour to go. Three U.S. women still in contention in, in the, the Olympic marathon. That's really incredible. It was. And, I, and, and although that the, uh, the spectators along the course were a little to be desired, you have to say that the course itself... In all honesty, I was actually fired up that I might want to run that course. It was a beautiful yeah. course. There's yeah. a little bit. There's some people saying, "Is it the worst course ever?" Oh yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying. I mean, because what? Because it has 90 degree turns. <laughs> there are some hairpin turns in the last 10k of the marathon. Yes, and some weird like some weird jogs left. They'd be like, "Oh, jog left now." <laughs> and, and you know what? This is we didn't talk about this before. And they're also wearing bibs that are uh, eight by. Feet pieces of paper. Yeah. They're huge pieces of construction paper that are barely fitting on. Yo, I was line. talking about that on track and field, and, they, and the, like the print is like twelve font. Yeah, <laughs> they made the names as small as possible. They, said, well, they left a whole bunch of white font, like they're waiting for some sponsors to come in at the last minute. Didn't happen. Didn't happen. They didn't sell them. Yeah. <laughs> so names are my favorite part. So if you've got like a name, if you had like a three-letter name, like it's like maybe your name's a new or something like yeah. that at the end, and you can't see you it. You can't see it. Uh, I just can't believe that the Olympics can't get the bibs right. To be fair, they're also putting them on like four foot eight. Those are tiny women. They look too. slightly better on the shot putters. Yeah, but but I think honestly, they. I was most impressed with Des Linden. Yeah, she uh, fell apart. Accordion. Yeah, yeah, she did. She let that rubber band stretch. Yeah, but it didn't and break. Brought it back, and then I almost thought, I was like, oh my god, she's coming for him. Yeah, she's, pulling, ang- she's pulling them around. And the TV angles, uh, when you're looking from the front, look really, they look like you're a lot closer than yeah, you are. Yeah, that's true. But so you got down to, back to 17 seconds off that lead pack and didn't give up. And she never gives up. She, she's one of my favorite runners. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, that. I mean, Shalane probably placed about as well as I thought she was going to place. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's a great finish. Three women in the no, top no, 10. No, I'm not saying it's a bad finish. And then Amy didn't even finish. give any. That She didn't give an inch. You know what I mean? Like, you're, you're having one of those and you're going backwards. It's so easy to let that thing go. Yeah. She kicked down those two twins from Korea like, in the last last hundred or two hundred meters, and it's like you just you're just tough. Like you care. Yeah, yeah. You, you gotta pride. care. Where'd she finish? What place? Ninth, I think. Really? I believe ninth. You gotta care for to get a top ten. You know that on the finishing stretch though, because he finished on that like. Yeah, is a, that where they have carnival? It must be, man, because there's like packed stadiums. Stands. You know what it looked like? It yeah. looked like 
the uh, like the Hunger Games, like a walk of the Hunger Games. Maybe the film's part of that. We should look into that. We'll get the research kids on it. Yeah. Congratulations to the U.S. women marathoners. We are proud of you. And if we get this up in time, uh, good luck to the men's marathoners, uh, especially Matt Koflesky. Good luck to him. One more run. One more run at it. Jared Ward. Good luck, buddy. No, and honestly, Galen, I think, is probably going to medal. The way he looked in that 10K. We can roll into 10K last night. Uh, 10K final. Yeah. Galen Rupp. Uh, The announcers did not make a very big deal of Mo falling down in the middle of the race. Galen feeling, I think, somewhat responsible for that fall. Well, because he, he was. Yeah, and then he dropped back. And check him he out. had some words. And he said, hey, get on my shoulder or something, and I'll bring you back up. Yeah. And then he went right past him yeah, and, and Mo, won the freaking race. Mo gives him the thumbs up and is just like, listen, I got this. Ain't my first rodeo, Rob. But you know what? Do you think if the leaders knew he fell, that they, should, they would have like hit the gas a little bit? Probably. If you they know, knew it was him. You know who know if you if you go back to the T V replays, you know who noticed that they fell? There's like a pole vaulter standing right where they fell. Yeah. And his reaction is amazing. Is he's kinda of like looking at the ten K. I'm gonna go back and go, check it out. What what <laughs> they, did he do? The ten K runners are coming around and he's sort of like half paying attention. Yeah. And then he kinda of out of the corner of his eye catches that Mo falls and yeah. he's like, Oh like oh what? snap snap <laughs> Take this guy real <laughs> I don't know if he's a pole vaulter or what, but he, yeah. he's something. Uh, but Mofer tears him apart. Yep. They Don't it, leave it. Don't give him. Everybody knew what was going to happen. Why? Break him down. What? They didn't even. They didn't even try. I think they tried to beat up on him a little bit, but Jeffrey Kimwar was just not there. No, he, he wasn't there, and that was the only guy that could take with him. I he think. went. He went back. He and went when backwards. you watch those guys sprint, Farah looks in control as a three twenty-eight fifteen hundred meter yeah, runner. As would he be. should, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, and then you got some guy going to the teeth to try and just oh, hold like him that. off. Yeah, you know? Tanui, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah, perhaps somebody. I don't know. <laughs> I love you. Usually you're on this. Usually you come with the names. I think it was Tanui. Yeah. It was Tanui. Okay, so, so you know, Mo Farah, great performance. The men's 10K was good. The women's 10K was exceptional. Was. Was it too good? Incredible. Honestly, man, so I'm thinking the same thing. Excuse the salad bowl washing in the back. <laughs> He's been washing that salad bowl. During the entire podcast, yes, he hates us, or he loves clean salad bowls. Well, he can't really can't really fault somebody who wants a clean salad bowl. <laughs> but the women's 10k, uh, it was unbelievable. Almost, almost too unbelievable. You think? I'm saying the word unbelievable. I but thought, let's be positive. I thought they I, they ran I mean, gutsy. Well, I thought they, got they after. I thought they messed up a lap, man. It was so fast. I'm so not even one up. Spanish runner did mess up a lap. Yeah? Because she got lapped so many times that she was like, <laughs> oh, I must be done. And they were like, they're like, no, no, no. No, no, no. Because they, they, those girls wrecked you hard, girl. You got one more lap to go. 2917 Ayana from, from Ethiopia. Yeah. And she was good before, but this is like It's her second 10K. And... I gotta be honest with you, I'm actually pretty stoked that the Chinese record's off the books. I guess. But it wasn't just it wasn't just that uh, the world record was demolished. I mean, it wasn't set, it was absolutely obliterated. There was a Kenyan record that was set, yep. and there was an American there was record an American, as well. There was like well. seven national records. Yeah, it was insane. And then you look back and you saw girls, like a pack of women, excuse me, a pack of women streaming in. Like thirty-one thirty, yeah, rolling. Like a huge pack of yeah. like fifteen people. I saw like 
uh, Diane Nakuri mm-hmm. finishing in oh, there. Oh, Emily Enfeld, uh, PR. Yeah, it was it was in freaking like insane. Her too. She's yeah, a tough one. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, <laughs> our friend Andrew. Uh, never mind. <laughs> Yeah, so so not only you had the, that great world record, you had all of these women running phenomenal times. Yeah. And I thought, like, this is going to be so let's an make amazing a, game. Let's make a statement now. Like, do we just live with it? Do you know what I mean? Like, call it what it is. Like, this was an amazing performance. The cynics that are every single person in that race is doped to the kills or something like that. So where would you draw the line of, like, oh, it's clean after 30 minutes. Right. But it's doped here. Like, there's no... I'd almost say, like, that this gives relevance to Dababa running 29.45 and being like, maybe she is clean. I feel like she could do that. You know, I I think it's... I want to be more positive. I think it's one of those things, like, the women's 10K, the difference between the Chinese and what's going on now is the Chinese were outliers to such an extreme. Yeah. That folks had to recognize that something. There were like two five k PRs at the time, or two five k world records being put. Right, and it was so far removed from what the rest of the world was doing. Uh, All right, so let's recap. We've already got our women's marathon team crushing it today. I'm super impressed by the U.S. women there. A big win for Kenya for having their first female marathon champion. Isn't that a weird stat? Pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Well, impressive that that hadn't happened yet. Exactly. Exactly. we went through our men's 10K final. We had our women's 10K final, an exceptional race. People breaking barriers. Do you think anybody's still listening? At this point? Yeah. To us in general? I'm yeah. not even listening. Let's get let's get to the next events that are coming up. Oh, dude. There's a lot of more. There's some great stuff coming up. What, what about the 800? Yeah. So the men's 800, I'm pumped on for one. There's no Russians in it. Why? Because they don't like to play by the rules. Yeah. So we have two Americans in the finals, and I think... There is a correlation between the Russians doping, doped up and in those finals, and us having two Americans. But Boris Burian and Clayton Murphy, they look fantastic. Yeah, that's, they did. That's the future of American middle distance running right there. I was a little worried about Burian and his ability to run in a tactical event, because if he goes out to the front in right. the final, I think he's going to... I don't even know if he has the speed to go out in front of a Rhodesia. I d- yeah, I don't know. And I think a 140 he's, guy, I think way. I think he's good. Yeah, that's quick, I think. It's a weird saying, 140. I think you're talking about a 600. But Barian is... I think he got blessed with the heat. He got yeah. in the right heat in the semifinals. I think he's just got to be a little bit cautious. But he's got he's going to have to run a stretch run, because I don't actually yeah. think he's that quick over the last 200. And I think Clayton is Clayton. very quick I think Clayton, over the last 200. I agree years. with you. I think Clayton Murphy is... He's placed for out, medal here. An outside shot to medal. Yeah. He's got to go against Rudisha. He's got to go against... Uh, you know, a questionable McLuffy, who's a little oh, yeah. bit weird. You got that boss from France who looks great. And then uh, how about the women's 15? That's We're moving through the heats as we speak. We're not. Yeah. We've got Jenny. Jenny Simpson. Shannon and Brenda. And they've all made it to the semis, if I'm not mistaken. They so. got through the, the first round. They all three are qualified. I thought Brenda had a little bit more pop in her step. Mm-hmm. But Jenny Simpson looked, looked super good. That's exciting. And, and super good. I mean, I mean, it's steeples. Emma Coburn and uh, our boy, well, I don't know. Uh, Jaeger Jaegerbaum. Jaegerbaum. Have a great chances to medal. Yeah, I think so as well. He it's needs it. to run around eight minutes, but he can yeah, do it. Yeah, he's done it. Yeah. 
yeah, I think it's, it's an interesting time in U.S. distance running where there's a lot of positivity. I mean, we wouldn't be saying this eight years ago, like this many opportunities. No, you look at We just get so pumped on Dina and Meb in Sydney. No, excuse me, in Athens. Yep. For two medals. Yep. And then Shalane in Beijing. For a world championship. World championships, yeah. No, oh, no, Olympics. She got an Olympic medal. Yeah, bronze. Okay. That's amazing. Yeah. Dude, how do you want to end this podcast? On a positive note. Well, I think we are positive note. A lot of great races up ahead. Yeah. Wait, give me this. What is the one race that you're most excited about? Uh, I know it's a lot to go through. I'm pretty excited about that men's 800. All right. Right now. Fair enough. Men's yeah. 800. And I don't know what. I mean, because I think it's youthful. Like, I think it's like new. I like the new faces. Do you? Yeah. Yeah, which is crazy considering that there was an 18-year-old in the 2012 final who mm-hmm. ran like 141 and is not in this final. Right. So just turning over the... More uh, money, more problems. <laughs> it's, that, it's like a DJ or something like that too, isn't it? <laughs> That's going to be a great race. i got to be honest with you, man. I'm super excited about this 100 yeah. for what it means. Cool. Well, maybe that's what we'll go over. Yeah, we're going over it right now. It's fine. Oh, I didn't even know we were on recording. Yeah, we are. It's probably like our best moments. It is. Yeah. It's less kitchen noise. <laughs> so hopefully you say you can pull it out. Uh, drug cheat's been damned. Yeah, he'll finish it off. Yeah. Um, what's, yeah. going on with you, what's going on with your running? When's your next race? When's your next Olympics? Ooh, my next Olympics. Well, I pr- I'm pr- we're producing our final event of the year. We got oh, the, yeah. The East Bay 510K. Uh, when is from that? From Berkeley to Emeryville. That is October 9th. October 9th? Yeah, you'll be there, I hope. Uh, announcing the, the runners across the line. Okay. Of course, a number of runner runs coming up in between them, but you can find out all of them uh, at representrunning.com, which is also the home of this podcast, the Run Local podcast. So representrunning.com, uh, you know, follow follow us at, at reprunning on the Twitter. On the Twitter? Do you guys have like a... Twitter ins- machine. Do you have like an InstaFace? We InstaFace at representrunning. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, we got we got a little something going on here in the San Francisco Bay Area. Yeah. Soon to be all across the country if all goes well. Whoa. Represent running Whoa. and run local coming to a city near you. It's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. So you can design your own Olympics starting on October yeah, 9th. Be, be an Olympian. Be your Olympian. Yeah. Be your best. Do you. I, like I love that. Yeah, put that on a that's, t-shirt. Well, that's the best part you, about running, right? Like, you do you. You do you. You can you can watch these Olympics. You can love them, and then you're allowed to go out the door and be your best. Uh, that, I think that does it for our show, huh? I, I think this. Is I can't have one more it. Greyhound. I don't think the people can put up with any more dishwashing. So with that, uh, we'll, we'll do another podcast when we feel like it. Yeah, maybe wrap up the Olympics, or maybe uh, sit you up for Tokyo. Oh, yeah. 2020. 2020. So t- stay tuned. We'll get a podcast before 2020, guaranteed. Check us out at SoundCloud. At, uh, what else are we on? Working on the iTunes still. Got to get Monaco on that. The, the best place The best place by far is uh, representrunning.com. Yep. You can just download it yourself. But if you're listening to this, you probably already found it. Enjoy the Olympics. Go Usain Bolt. Please. Peace okay. out. That's true. You know what would be great about the Olympics, though? 
and I saw Bill Murray suggested this, believe it or not. It's if they had like a normal everyday person in every single event as reference. Like lane 10. I saw that comment and I didn't quite understand it until you just broke it down of what he was oh looking for. Oh my god, for. how great would that be? Like a, pla- <laughs> like a platform diver right next to that person. Well, they had one of those and they were called the Philippines. <laughs> <laughs> I did like back to back, and the best part is they high five like in the hot tub. <laughs> They're like, "We're in Rio. Yeah, we like, fooled them. Yeah, check this out. 